Welcome to Color Outside the Lines. I'm Krista, and this podcast is for you if you are ready to step out of society's narrative and build a life that is completely aligned to who you are and what you are meant to be doing, and feel safe doing so. Together, we rewrite old programming and create our own stories that guide us toward our most authentic selves. You being you is what the world needs most right now. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome to this episode of color outside the lines. I'm really excited today because I'm going to share with you one of the live trainings that I did inside the most recent um, 10K in 10 days challenge. You guys have heard me talk all about it. We had such an amazing time. We had such incredible results. And this training was one of the most powerful trainings inside the 10K in 10 days. So I wanted you to be able to get a little taste of what it is that we went through and what we did together. And so um, please enjoy the next, uh, half hour or so of the 10 K's and 10 days challenge. And this was day seven. So exciting. And it's been so interesting for me as I have been going throughout this challenge. And I've told you guys this a couple of times, but it's been really fascinating for me because this is one of the most planned out things I've ever done. And I've completely gone off script. <laughs> I even had the workbook for you guys and I was looking back through it last night and I was like, oh yeah, we were supposed to do that. Oh yeah, we were supposed to do that. Um, because I've just gone based on, on inspired action, right? Based on intuition. So, and one of the things I was going to share with you guys this morning is I've been reading A Course in Miracles just the last couple of days. Um, it's come back into my, I bought the course, A Course in Miracles like almost a year ago and they say it's a spiritual text and they say that the course finds you when you're ready. Um, and I guess I wasn't ready cause I didn't, I read a little bit of it and then I put it down and I didn't read the rest of it. And now I'm like devouring it. Um, but it really, there's a, there was a part in there that really helped me, um, helped further explain inspired action. And it's not about the laws of the universe, but in there it talked about how, um, productivity and action is like in our conscious mind. And so we're able to like follow steps and be productive in our conscious mind, but inspiration doesn't come from our con conscious mind. Inspiration comes from our subconscious mind. Does that make sense? And so that's why we tap into the subconscious whenever we are asking for inspired action. That's why we ask that question and we ask for guidance rather than um, just following like a script or following, um, X, Y, Z steps, right? Because we want to make sure that even if we have a plan, that that's the plan that really needs to be enacted right now for whatever it is that we're trying to achieve. And of course, in a course in miracles, what we're trying to achieve are miracles, which are acts of love according to this text. So anyways, I wanted to share that with you guys because I have felt like this entire um, challenge has been, um, inspired action and has been, um, me listening for guidance and following that guidance and talking about whatever needs to be talked about that day, um, versus have feeling like I had to follow, um, a plan, right? So we had a plan, we had a structure, we had the masculine side to support us and that allowed our feminine side to really flow and come through and give us like all this beautiful magic. So, so today, what I want to talk to you about are a couple of things. So the first thing is, well, really the whole theme of today is 
going to be around resistance. And we kind of touched on this a little bit when we talked about the money beliefs and we talked about, um, like, what do you believe about money? Um, but I want to dive even further into that because you're probably getting to a point right now where everything feels, um, maybe a little bit hard, right? Like we're getting to the point where the excitement is kind of dying down a little bit. We're kind of, it's a, it's a long challenge, right? It's a long time to hold the belief. It's a long time to hold the energy. Um, and there may be some feelings of like, well, I haven't made my money yet, right? I haven't, I haven't created what I wanted to create yet. And other people haven't created what they wanted to create yet. And it can be really easy for us to, um, stop holding the belief right now. And it can be really easy for us to say, yeah, see, like, that's not meant for me, right? Like, that's cool. Because I think everybody believes that 10K in 10 days can happen. We've seen other people do it, right? Um, you guys have seen me do it. Um, but it's really easy to basically fall into these old, like, self-sabotage patterns and say, yeah, well, it's not happening for me. It's day seven. I've only made $500 or I've only made $2,500 or I've only made $5, whatever it is. Right. And then say to yourself that like, that's not really meant for me. And, um, that's only meant for other people. And so the question I want you to ask yourself is, um, where are you resisting money? And, that's going to be part of the alignment activity today. Where are you resisting money? And when things like this start to get really hard, do you fear success? So a lot of times we fear failure, right? But we're actually really pretty comfortable with failure a lot of times because we can point out a lot of places where we have failed before in the past, right? And it's like, oh yeah, like I'm going to just come back into like my comfort zone and I'm going to come back to this place where everything felt really comfortable for me because that's where I belong, right? I belong in this place and I'm proving it to myself by doing this 10K in 10 days challenge and not making 10K in 10 days. Does that make sense? And so I want you to ask yourself, where are you fearing success? What do you think is going to happen if you are successful, right? If you do get this 10K in 10 days, what does that mean? What does it mean about you and what happens next, right? If you were able to create 10K in 10 days, and this was a big question I asked myself too, if you're able to create 10K in 10 days, then what? What does that mean? And what does that mean about the power that you have inside yourself? What does that mean about the ability that you have to create things? What does that mean about um, money being a limitless resource for you? And I want you to really think about this today and think about how are you feeling today? Are you feeling like you want to quit? Are you feeling like you want to just kind of throw in the towel? Tell me in the comments. This doesn't have to be hypothetical, by the way. (laughs) So tell me in the comments, how are you feeling today? Are you feeling yesterday was a good catch up day and hopefully you guys had um, some good rest. And I want you guys to recognize that as an important part of these processes, processes, um, is being able to take a step back and rest whenever you need it or take a step back and go slower if you need to go slower, right? If you need to make 10K in 30 days, that's okay too, right? Being able to recognize exactly what you need and how you can meet that need and creating safety around that so that you can feel safe and you can feel 
um, the feelings that you need to feel in order to attract what you want to attract. Does that make sense? Cool. Um, okay. Michael says I'm behind in the homework, which is, which I'm crested with. Is that what you mean? But I'm feeling good about progress. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Meg says yesterday was a good day to go slow and process. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, somebody sent me a message last night, um, and they were like, should I be feeling like this? Should I just, should I be feeling so tired? And the answer is pretty much yes. Right. Like we kind of talked about this before, like feeling tired is pretty normal with this. We're learning so much. Um, oh, frustrated. I was like, you're crusted. I've never heard that phrase before, but I'll go with it. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to start using that. Um, but you're integrating so much at such a fast pace, right? And we're into, we're going quickly. We're learning every single day, right? You guys are hopping on here every day, learning something new, um, receiving something new. And so feeling like it's a lot is, is totally normal. Okay. But the thing I want to make sure that we're not doing is because, because it feels like a lot, I don't want us to get into self-sabotaging behaviors. And so because it feels like a lot, it doesn't mean it's not possible. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It doesn't mean that you can't catch up. It doesn't mean that you can't go back and re-listen to everything later. You're going to have access to this Instagram as long as Instagram doesn't shut it down. Um, you're going to have access to all the lives, um, in this, in Instagram for as long as you want them. I'm not going to take them down. Um, so you can go back and you can re-listen. You don't have to, you don't have to like, integrate and learn every single piece right this second, you can always go back and do this again and again and again and again, right? And we're going to do it again too. I'm going to run this challenge again too, because it has been such a blast. So just know that you're going to also have opportunities in the future to, um, to do this again as well, which will be really exciting. So don't feel like you're missing out on anything. Um, okay. So Stacy says, I surprisingly don't feel tired, but I think it's because I've gone through so many ups and downs that I'm actually embracing the process, something I never used to do. Yeah. Embrace the feelings. I love that. That's something that I had to do this weekend as well. So I'm going through this little, this liver flush and liver is where we hold anger and resentment. And, um, so with the physical part of it, um, of course there's a huge emotional release as well. And there were a lot of feelings and emotions that came up for me this weekend that were very big and I had not sat with them. I had, I had shoved them down essentially. Right. And I didn't really realize I was doing it. I wasn't super conscious of it. Um, and that's a really important piece of this is being able to allow your feelings to come up and allowing yourself to sit with them. So like, if you're having these feelings of like, why haven't I made, why haven't I made um, my 10 K yet, or why haven't I done this? Or why haven't I created this? Right. Um, if you're having feelings and emotions around that, allow yourself to sit with them. And I really want you to do that today. I want you to sit with them and I want you to ask yourself, what is my resistance around this? Right. Why am I feeling this way? What's, why is this coming up for me? Right. Is it, is it because you don't think it's possible? Is it because you, probably not. That's probably not one. Is it because, um, it feels hard? Is it because you can't understand the how, like what, what's coming up for you? And probably it's going to be something pretty deep, you guys, right? It's going to be something like, um, well, I don't think that I'm worthy 
of creating this amount of money, right? Almost everything that we feel and have resistance toward and think has to do with our worthiness, right? And so the other piece that I want you to work on today and ask yourself is, what have I not forgiven myself for? What have I not forgiven myself for? And this is such an important piece because a lot of times we hold ourselves hostage because of decisions that we've made in the past. And we don't know how to let go of, like, for example, if you've made a bad um, decision with money in the past, maybe you have bad credit, maybe you have lots of credit card debt, maybe, um, and, and not all of those things are necessarily bad, but we perceive them as bad, right? We put morality on our money and, and on everything. This is, we're applying this to money, but this can apply to a lot of things, right? So we put morality on our money, um, and then we make it mean something about us, right? So let me give you an example. For the longest time, I held myself hostage <laughs> with um, with this investment that I made. So when I lost my job in 2019, um, I was ready. Like I, so I don't know if you guys know that whole story, but I lost my job and I was like sitting in my car in my garage on the phone, losing my job over the phone. <laughs> and, um, I had a six month old baby in the back seat and I was the sole provider for our family because my husband was in school at the time and I lost my job and I had a panic attack because I was like, what WTF, what am I going to do now? Right. And so I'm sitting in the car, I, um, have my panic attack. And then as soon as the panic attack is done, I hear a voice, an audible voice say to me, um, I have something better for you. And it was like, I almost like didn't even need to grieve the job because I heard that voice and I was like, let's go. Right. I'm ready. Um, now some of that was bypassing, right? I was bypassing my feelings and just moving into action. We don't want to do that either. <laughs> um, and so I, I shortly after that, like maybe just a couple weeks later, I signed up for, um, a $12,000 course that was like a, it was like the whole shebang, right? Like it was like, um, like they were, um, they were going to help me build out my webinar and it was going to be like, they taught me Facebook ads and they taught me, it was like Facebook ads to a webinar to a sales call and they taught you sales. And like, it was like this whole thing, right? The whole, like the whole system. Um, and it was awesome. And I, and I did the work. It was eight weeks and you had to let, you had to do the work because at the end of the eight weeks you lost, um, you lost all not contact because I have all the modules still, but like you had access to like their copywriter and like mindset coaches and Facebook ad coaches and all this kind of stuff for eight weeks. And then at the end of the eight weeks, you don't have that anymore unless you keep paying. Right. And so I was like committed, you guys, like I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm spending all this time on it, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And I did it and I got it up and running and I had this, like these Facebook ads that were working really well. They were running to this webinar. I was getting at least one sales call per day. Okay. Um, and at the end of the eight weeks, I shut the entire thing down and I've never used it since. So for a long time, 
I held myself hostage with that $12,000 because I was like, I wasted that money, right? I, and, and for a long time, I was angry at the company because I was like, they should have known that like I wasn't ready and that I was too new and that I was, you know, and that that was going to happen to me and that my mindset wasn't in the right place and they should have never sold that to me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? So I, I went through like the stages of grief around this, around this program. And I think it was probably a lot more grief around like having set all of that up and then never using it, but it wasn't the right time for me. I wasn't ready for it yet. We can talk about that in a whole other, whole other conversation. But the point is I had spent that money when we didn't have the money because we didn't have an income at all, right? We had some unemployment coming in and we had some student loans, but like we did not have $12,000 to spend on a program that I didn't even use, right? And so for a long time, I... I would hold that against myself and it, I kept myself from making money because it was like, you can't make money because you made this bad decision. Right. And, and there was no way for me to remedy the, the decision. And it wasn't a bad decision. Just to be clear, it was an excellent decision. I learned so much from that program. I learned so much about marketing. I learned so much. Like I've, it, it was amazing. Right. I learned a lot from it, but because I wasn't using their exact you know, thing that they had built out for me, um, I basically like would not allow myself to make more money or I would not allow myself to keep money. Right. It was like anything I made, I was like, Oh, I have to reinvest it, um, in order to get like X, Y, Z result. And so it was like, so I was, so I was holding myself hostage because I had felt like I had made an irresponsible decision. And, um, and so I needed to like pay penance for it. Right. And that's really how our society is set up a lot, especially if you, um, grew up in organized religion at all, that you have to pay a penance for like this bad decision that you've made. And so what I want to offer you today is like, what if there were no bad decisions? What if there were no wrong decisions? What if everything you, every decision you've made was exactly right and exactly in divine timing? And are there things that you are holding yourself hostage with? that were actually really good decisions and actually propelled you forward, um, to the next, <coughs> excuse me, to the next thing. Um, totally just lost my train of thought. So I hope, I hope that was enough for you. <laughs> so yeah. So what are you, um, oh yeah. What are things that you were seeing as bad decisions? Um, that really weren't bad decisions? What if they weren't a wrong decision? What if you could see it differently? So what I want you to do is I want you to think about anything. When So when you think about making more money, when you think about creating 10K in 10 days, why are you not allowed to do that? Why are you not allowed to make 10K in 10 days? Is it because you made a bad money decision four years ago or three years ago? Is it because you invested in something and you put it on a credit card and you feel really bad about that? Is it because you don't make as much money as your spouse? Is it like whatever it is, right? Is it because you decided to quit your job and work from home um, or stay at home with your kids or you decided, I mean, whatever it is, right? Whatever, whatever thing that you feel um, <coughs> is like a, a thing that you've been holding yourself hostage for. I want you to, th I want you to think about all of them. It could be, it could be more than one thing, right? It could be, 
um, that money decision, like the one that I made, right? And then it could be five or six more after that as well. Or it could be, um, you know, like when I, when, when Chris and I were first married, we were missionaries. Actually, I don't know if all, a lot of you guys know that, but we were missionaries for two years. And during the time that we were missionaries, we made, I think we made about $30,000 a year and we had to raise our own money. So we lived on $30,000 a year in Europe. And, um, we were also told that we could never, um, t- if we ever took a vacation, we could never tell anybody about it because, um, we, because that was other people's money that we had raised. And, you know, we wouldn't want, we wouldn't want the perception to be that we were just on vacation because we were there to do mission work, right? We weren't there to be on vacation, even though we lived there for two years and like, hopefully we took a vacation during that time, right? And so, um, and so for, for a long time, we really have struggled with taking vacations just for the sake of taking vacations. Like we always feel like we have to have a purpose. Like we have to go visit family or like we have to like do it with somebody else and like help them with something or like whatever, right? It has to be for a purpose. And it's been really hard for us to like use money to go on vacation just for the sake of vacation. Even this vacation we're about to take, we're going to a wedding first and then we're going to take the vacation piece, right? Um, and so just things like that, that you can, that you can draw, like go back on some of your experiences and figure out what are the things that are holding you back? Why are you not allowed to move forward in your business or in your life or in your job, right? Why are you not allowed to? What have you done in your past? that you're still paying penance for. And let's release those things. Okay. So I want you to journal on that. And Angie says, what is the process for forgiving ourselves? I feel like I have some issues around this. Yes, absolutely. Part of the reason why we may have issues around this, those of us that grew up in organized religion, (laughs) I feel like it's going to be my calling in life to help people like transition out of, um, um, organized religion. Um, so part of the reason why we feel that way is because, um, because of songs like, um, he paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt. I could not pay, um, things like that, right. Where it's like, we have this feeling that we are never good enough and we're always paying penance, right? We're never fully forgiven. I guess until we get to heaven, I guess that's like when, when we like get the full forgiveness, right? Is when we get to heaven, um, which I don't believe, I don't believe that that's true, but we have been taught that, right? That we constantly are screwing up and we're constantly having to, um, pay penance again. We're constantly having to go to confession. We're constantly having to ask for forgiveness. And it's almost like, what's the point in offering forgiveness or receiving forgiveness if I'm going to just have to keep asking it over and over again, right? That's what I say about like making my bed. Why do I make my bed if I have to make, I'm going to get in it tonight and I have to make it again in the morning, right? I know that's not a good, I know that's not a good excuse, but, um, but that's kind of how it is with us and forgiveness and organize those of us that are came out of organized religion, um, is that feeling of like, what's the point of getting forgiveness when I'm just going to have to keep asking for it over and over and over and over again. So in the course in, in a course in miracles, 
um, they talk about how forgiveness is not, um, it's not what we traditionally think of forgiveness, right? So forgiveness is a, the realization that we had a misperception about something or someone. And so in this case, the misperception is misperception a word. I feel like that's not a word. Okay. Well, you guys know what I mean. The, we had a misperception about ourselves, right? And so, um, for example, let's go back to the $12,000 example, right? For me, the thing that I thought about myself was we didn't have enough money. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that. Um, it was an irresponsible decision. I wasn't the, I was only thinking of myself. I wasn't thinking of anybody else. Um, yeah, those are probably some really good ones, right? I didn't, I didn't finish or well, I did finish, but, um, I, I misused the, what I was given, right? The, like I was given this opportunity and this chance and I like, I didn't even take it. Um, and so one of the ways that you can do this is you can figure out what those beliefs are, right? And you can take it through the process of the work with Byron Katie. So is it true that I was being irresponsible and I wasn't thinking of anybody else? No, absolutely not. Right. Um, I can't, that's not true. I can't prove that it's true. Who am I with this? Who am I without this? Right. And then shift it around to, um, I was following my calling. I was following my passion. I was doing whatever it took to, um, to like fan this flame that was inside of me and to listen to that voice that told me, um, I have something better for you. I was following that path. I was following guidance. Right. Um, and so that can really help whenever you are, um, learning to forgive yourself is to realize like, what is the misperception that I had about myself? What was I thinking about myself? That's actually not true. And what is actually true about me? Right. The truth about me is, um, I, I am always thinking about other people. I'm always wanting the highest good for all involved, right? The highest good for all of my family, the highest good for anybody that I come in contact with, right? So what is, what is actually true about you? And what is the, what is the real, the real version of you, the re, the reality version of you? Okay. So take yourself through that process and see how you're feeling, um, at the end of it. And then I would sit with those feelings and sit with, sit with what it feels like to really feel, um, into the reality of who you are. Okay. So when you sit with this, um, excuse me, when you sit with this idea of like, well, actually the real person that I am is somebody who always wants the highest good for all involved. Take a minute, close your eyes, feel into your heart space and feel what that really feels like. What does it feel like to be that person? How does that feel to you? Right. And then just tell yourself, like, as you're doing that little mini meditation, allow yourself to release, just say, I release this misperception of me. I release the part of me that, um, is not true. And even if you want to do the grounding cord exercise, like we talked about, um, in the healing, you could even do the grounding cord and release everything down the grounding cord that is not you and not true. And then allow the part of you that is true. Like imagine in your heart, maybe I'll make a little meditation for you guys to do around this, but just kind of imagine in your heart, like your heart, the, the, like a warmth and a light growing in your heart. That is the reality of who you are. And then send love and gratitude to yourself, just like we did in the healing. Does that help Angie? Um, 
Okay, awesome. I'm going to go back and just read these comments. You guys tell me if you have any questions as we're going through this. Um, Meg says, this morning my future pacing was basically, I can't believe I made 9K in just three days. I'm definitely feeling resistance to believing that. So this combo is perfectly timed. Awesome. Yes. And every day I want you guys to do on that morning, the ma magic morning routine. That's not what it's called. Money making morning routine. Um, I want you guys to, um, do the resistance, right? Like why am I feeling resistance towards this? And why is this coming up? And it doesn't have to be as in-depth as what we're doing right now, but you can do it shortly and be like, oh yeah, this is why I'm feeling resistance over this. This is what the truth is, right? And this is how we start to live in that true reality of who we truly are and not these misperceptions. I really think this is not a word, but now it's a word, you guys. <laughs> these, the wrong perception of who we are, right? This, this perceived version of ourselves that's not real. Um, and when we start to dwell on the truth of who we are every single day, that's who we start to become. And that, not that you're not already that, but that's who we start to see ourselves as, right? And even when things happen, like these perceived mistakes that we have, they're not going to be seen as mistakes and we're not going to hold ourselves hostage for them, right? We're going to see everything as an important part of our journey and guiding us and spurring us on towards, um, our purpose and what it is we're here to do. Okay. Awesome. The more you put yourself into these feelings, the better it will get. I promise I've been there for two years. It's okay. Just keep doing something every day. Yes, exactly. Great advice, Stacy. Angie says coming off the weekend of being gone and having some really emotional sessions going on. I felt exhausted last night when I got home, my old self tried to make me feel guilty for needing rest, but I listened to my intuition and rested. And today I feel amazing. That's awesome. Angie. Awesome. Yeah. What have I not forgiven myself for? So just journal on that. And if I don't use it, I have to pay it back somehow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing that we, <clears throat> that we see this as like, oh, this was a failure and now I have to pay penance for my failure. And it's like, it's not really a failure even. So why are you not allowed to make 10 K in 10 days? Yeah. Awesome. Stacy's got the homework for you guys in the comments here. I love it. Okay, good. I did this all weekend. Krista, I am a world healer. I heal people. Spent the weekend alone and really stepped into my higher being and spent all weekend doing deep work. I love that. Yeah. And I know, Stacy, that you are really feeling into the healer space now. So that's so awesome. I love that. <coughs> I love that. Um, and if you guys want to get like real, real into this, if you want to start thinking about other people you haven't forgiven either. We can just take the work to a whole new level, right? That's one thing I've been thinking about a lot this weekend. Um, because, uh, because we've got some big events coming up with people that I don't think I have fully forgiven. So it's interesting. And that, though that can hold us back too, right? When we haven't forgiven other people because we're still holding ourselves hostage in those situations. Okay. Stacy says creating the space to support myself and others rather than focus on the money part has actually helped me the most this weekend, took the shift and accepted it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's so fascinating how like I, I was talking to um, somebody the other day and we were talking about how it's so interesting when, um, when we, when money is like the thing we feel like we need, right? It's like, Oh, like I definitely want to be like part of this challenge because I want to create this money. 
And really money is the like best avenue for healing <laughs> in our culture. Um, because we tie our worth to our money, right? Our, however much money we have, how much money we're able to make. That's what our, that is our worth, right? And so we often, um, we come to a situation with the thought of like, well, well, I want to make more money. And once I make more money, then I will feel whole or complete or less stress or whatever it is, right? And in reality, what happens is we start to heal in the pursuit of money. We start to heal our own self-worth. And by healing our own self-worth, then we're able to make more money and create more things, but it becomes, it, the money becomes so secondary because the things that, that we're creating have to do with um, our soul's purpose and our passions in life and not just about, can I make money, right? And we find out that when you follow your soul's purpose and you follow your passion, money always, always supports you because the universe wants to support you, right? The universe wants to support you in the thing that you're here to do. And so once we can stop focusing on the money, that's when the money comes. And even like this challenge, you guys, whenever I put, whenever I had, I had the intuitive hit to like go and do the challenge right now. Like you need to put it out there. I literally made the graphic in five minutes. I put it out there and, um, I, and at first I was like, okay, I'm going to set a goal for how many people I want in this challenge. And then I said, you know what? Actually, I'm not because I want to do this challenge for myself no matter what. So if nobody signs up, I'm, I'm still going to do it. And so instead of setting a goal for how many people I wanted in this challenge, um, I just said, I'm open to receiving anybody who this challenge is for. So I had the intuitive hit to do the challenge. I, I knew that there were people that needed it. And so I just opened myself up. Like, I'm not going to put a cap on this. I'm not going to put any expectation on this. If this challenge is meant for one person in my audience, awesome. Then I'm going to show up and do it for that one person. If this challenge is meant for a hundred people in my audience, awesome. I'm going to show it up, show up and do it for a hundred people. And the ease at with which this challenge came together was so incredible, right? I didn't do an official launch. I didn't have all this content planned out, et cetera, et cetera, right? And yet here we are, 12 people in this group um, and everything, like you guys are having amazing experiences. And so when you can allow yourself to release that, right, you can release the, and just start listening to that inspired action, listening to that guidance every single day. And in the Course of Miracles, they say to ask, um, they ask for help from God, um, help me to do the miracles you want me to do today you should pray every morning. And I love that because to me, that feels like the same as inspired action, right? What inspired action should I take today? Um, instead of feeling like we have to have it all planned out and we have to know the how, and we have to like have all the steps. And once you do that, all the steps line themselves up for you, right? Like you always know the next step to take. Wow. Amazing. What a powerful message. I hope you really enjoyed that. And if you would like access to the full 10 K and 10 days trainings, we had 10 
full training. So I went live 10 days in a row. And if you would like access to that, you can still get access to that for $111, which is what the challenge went for before. And if you would like access to that, please send me a message on Instagram at mindset coach Krista, and I will get you hooked up with that so that you can have the full training. I hope this training was um, as powerful for you as it was for the challenge group. And thank you so much as always for joining me hit subscribe to continue with us on our journey. And until next time, this has been Krista reminding you that you are so powerful and you have permission to color outside the lines.